Welcome to the Overcomers Unite podcast, where we believe that struggling well and overcoming are essential ingredients in your leadership journey. We share leaders' stories of overcoming to encourage and inspire you to keep pressing on. I'm your host, Grace Esther. Today, we will be hearing from Joshua Huerta, who has an inspiring testimony of how God brought him out of a life of destruction into a life where he helped others to live restored lives. I'm really excited for you guys to get to know him and and hear his story and get connected to the good work that he's doing. So without further ado, let's listen to Josh's story. Welcome to Overcomers Unite. Today we have a very special guest. I'm super excited for you guys to meet. His name is Josh Huerta and I... As I was getting ready for this interview, I was thinking back to when we first met, and I remember I was guest teaching, don't remember what school, and I overheard you in the next room sharing about a concert and ministry, and I was just thinking, I was like, I have to meet this guy. Um, So Josh, would you introduce yourself, share a little bit about who you are, what you're currently up to, and then we can dive a little bit deeper into your story? Yeah, for sure. Um my name is Joshua Huerta, and I'm a behavior interventionist for uh, Visalia School District, but also I'm a minister from the Ministry of Victory Outreach. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, um, I go by the name of Joshua 1-9 as my evangelistic name, as my uh, my artist, because I do music. So that's kind of my name that uh, uh, the Lord gave me that name, and, and I've just been building ever since. Uh, but, yeah. Um, I've been helping youth for, for a while, and that's what God has called me to do, to reach mm. people. And I, through my music, is uh, I put on concerts and events with different ministries, other churches, Christian churches, and we go out and, and we just rally and, and we let people know about Jesus. You know, we go out there, make music, um, just bring an atmosphere of love, you know, God's love. So good. I love it. So... Uh, can you share a little bit about how you got connected to serving the youth? And then we'll come back around to having you share specifically about your story. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting, uh, but it's very uh, uh, God orchestrated, you know. Um, what took place was uh, back in 2000, I gave my life to the Lord mm. and I ended up in a, a, a Victory Outreach Recovery Center. Yeah. And because uh, my back, I had a colorful background where, you know, I did a lot of, uh, um, I was, I was uh, born in the neighborhood. So I grew up, you know, at, on a rough side of the, of the tracks and, you know, I got in trouble and then I went to jail a few times and, um, you know, and then I found myself in a revolving door of being incarcerated is when I met a man of God that uh, directed me to the recovery home. And when I was able to get to the recovery home, I found out that it was a Christian recovery home. I found out that it was it was about Jesus and it was biblical and it was faith based and wow. you know um, there was really no uh, uh, how can I say uh, the counseling that was provided for me was read your Bible, prayer, and worship God. Go to church and and that's what we did. That was my counseling, you know. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, He was able to deliver me. <clears throat> and um, when that happened, I. Uh, um, you know, I began to to get myself together. You know, things worked out good for me. I got out of the men's home um, and then I got a real good job and I was building prisons. I was building jail cells exactly like the jail cell that I was in and out of in the past. And w- while I was building a juvenile hall, 
which was over in uh, uh, right there off the 99 in American, mm-hmm. going to Fresno, that juvenile hall right there. It's yeah. right off the freeway. I was uh, um, in the jail cell. And I remember during that time, I was a youth pastor of our church in Victory Outreach Selma. I was a youth director. That's what they called them. But basically, I was a youth pastor. I had my service on Wednesday nights there mm-hmm. with the youth. And uh, um, that's how I started working with the youth. But when I de- when I became a, a, a professional in, in education, when I decided to get involved in education, it was a strange way because, uh, you know, I didn't say, hey, I'm going to go back to college and uh, get a degree and, and teach or, you know, be, be a counselor or do what. So I never I never thought that that's that wasn't in my mind. Yeah. While I was in when I was building in that prison, what happened was. Um, the Lord spoke to me and he said, why are you building prisons? And I called you to keep people out of prison. Wow. And I felt it in my spirit. I felt it real, real strong in my spirit. And I said, you know what, man, I'm building a juvenile hall for youth. I'm a youth pastor. And man, it's kind of contradicting everything that I'm doing. You know, uh, I know I'm making a lot of money, um, but you know, this is just, I can find something else, you know? So I decided to quit that job. And when I did, um, Things started uh, changing right away. Things started changing right, right away to where, you know, I was, of course, I was in a need for a job. So I uh, uh, I decided to uh, move back to Dinuba because during that time I was living in the city of Sanger. So I moved to the city of Dinuba where I own property and I began to uh, um, rebuild and do whatever I had to do to get my house back and, and build it to where I needed it to be and what so. And uh, while I was doing that, um, I met this man who's actually our school board president, Mr. Guerrero, right there. And um, Mr. Guerrero was a good friend of my family. Um, he's on our school board there. And he uh, he was the director of a youth center in Visalia called the Whitman Center. Mm. And there um, he, he, he had a gang problem, he said. He said there was a gang problem and that uh, uh, he needed people, a unique type of person that would be able to work with these gang members because everybody he was hiring, they couldn't relate with the culture or the type of activity that they were involved in. You know, the gang would scare them out right away, right away. He, the gangs would scare them. And it was more than one gang, you know. So, of course, they were fighting amongst each other and things were happening. So people were were uh, kind of uh, afraid to take on that position there. So, you know, he asked me what I was doing. I asked, I told him, you know, I mean, I, I was a youth pastor and that uh, I work with gangs and, you know, I came from that lifestyle and. He knew me. He, well, of course, you know, he, he knows because he's a friend of my family. And he's he started telling me, you know, when you were in Pampers, I used to carry you. I used to take you places, me and your dad. He goes, he was very proud of you. He goes, uh, um, he goes, why don't you come and talk to me? And uh, I might have something for you. Um, if you're interested in, in, in working in the youth center, I need some people that uh, could go, you know, that could talk to these gangs, to these kids and, 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 and teach them a better way. Because that's what you do. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, um, I'm interested. Well, I needed something, you know, so I'm like, I'm interested. And, <laughs> and I felt it. I felt it in my spirit that that's what God wanted to send me. So yeah. I, I ended up at the Whitman Center for 10 years. And during that time, I went back to college. And during that time, I developed the youth programs, a program that the school district is uh, hired me to do right now, the SIP program, the school safety intervention program. Um, I created the program. And, um, you know, I ended up there working with youth and I've been working with youth for about 15 years ever since. And um, now I'm with the school district. I'm there at Sequoia and uh, there at the Whitman Center. I built a recording studio. 
So um, I always recorded music and all, I was always involved with music in my life. And I started making Christian music. I started making music that would reach people. And, and so I decided to do that. And, you know, I did that for a number of years. And uh, over the years, I was able to build and build and build a ministry to where now I have a record company. And now a record company, of course, comes with money and they pay with their, they pay for everything that I produce. Everybody that I'm affiliated with, they cater to us. But as well as, you know, everybody makes money. But it, it's not about money. Like I told me, I go, it's about the souls and about the people. Yeah. And if I, as long as I keep it like that, I know that God will continue to provide. Yeah. And he does. You know, he like I said, he provided with the record company. So I'm like, he provided you. And so I, I feel like I don't really need to change or chase money. I got a regular job. God took me to a place where I can constantly work with youth that need the need, you know. And yeah. you were there with me. Yeah, and I and I love it because it's such a story of redemption. How you came out of this place where you were just hurting in pain, like you were doing all of these things, and then like God led you to be restored, and then out of that, like your calling is restoring others in like an exponential way. Um, can you share a little bit more with us about the record company and what specifically you do and your events and maybe any um, kind of um, outreach events you have coming up? Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm with United Souls Entertainment, which is a subdivision of the industry music group. And the CEO is uh, DJ Gazelle, Ruben Garcia, who is a well-known DJ in Los Angeles. And um, we've been heading a place. He he has uh, in, in his uh, uh, record company, the Industry Music. They do a lot of uh, remakes and oldies, and it's called soldies. They're <laughs> called soldi music, and, and uh, yeah, and uh, it's very popular out in Los Angeles, and, and it's 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 a movement that's happening right now. And uh, I I just met a lot of people, and and I really would uh, push on social media. My, uh, my music videos and my music. So promoters and producers would book me to pray for their events. And then they would allow me to do my music. Wow. And while I was doing that, I, that's how I ended up meeting the CEO. And he invited me and, and, and uh, we had a conversation or what so. And he said that God had compelled him to, uh, to build a subdivision for, for me. Wow. And uh, I was like, really? Are you serious? He's like, you're the man for the job. God keeps putting you my way and in my heart and you know uh um i really like you i like the way you delivered how you talk to people you know how they respect you you know um you know it's just amazing he was just blown away so i i took the opportunity and um i i'm affiliated uh with victory outreach international and living word uh they're real good friends of mine um, the ministries are worldwide ministries and um even before i got with the record company i was traveling and doing evangelistic work on my own so uh, um, for this month of October, it's going to be very, very busy. Starting October 1st, um, I'll be in uh, uh, the city of Stockton, um, which is going to be the Gospel Fest. It's, the, I believe, the 13th annual or something like that in uh, Stockton, the city of Stockton. So we're going to be doing uh, the Gospel Fest car show there. I'll be ministering, and uh, I'll have my friends ministering there, the 12th tribe, my daughter, Deja Love. And uh, another one of my buddies by the name of Brother Robin, James Fernandez, mm -hmm. uh, will all be singing and different styles of music and ministering to the Lord and, and to the people. 
But and then December third, I mean then uh, October third, the very next day, I'll be in Pomona with uh, MC Magic and MC Boulevard mm. and uh, the Twelve Tribe as well. And then it's every weekend. And then after, uh, the, and then uh, the next week when we'll be in San Diego, mm. there with Victory Outreach. And uh, um, man, and then back in Fresno and Sanger on October sixteenth. So just traveling, you know, doing a lot of things and. Uh, um, Let's see what I got. October uh, 23rd, I'll be in uh, Chowchilla. And then October 24th, I'll be in Riverside. So it's just yeah. traveling all over up and down California for October for me. So good. <laughs> bringing revival, yeah. bringing people Y'all, in. It's going to be a powerful time. I'm, I'm really excited, anticipating that God is going to reach people, you know, through the ministry. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be one of those times where, um, where you know, it's going to, it's gonna, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to be tired. But, I, you know, usually when, when I'm on fire for God, I don't feel it. You know, I don't feel it until, until it's time to go to work, actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, now I need, now I need, yeah. you have like a Holy Spirit yeah. high for a while. Yeah. Um, so good. So I want to ask you kind of in your journey when you were kind of coming out of uh, your old lifestyle coming into Victory Outreach um, in your journey, what were some things that you found really helpful in helping you like uh, walk through different um, like addictions or things that helped you to kind of walk through that, like that specific process? Like if someone is listening to this right now and they're kind of in that place that you were in, what are some things that helped you and what would you say to someone that is maybe in that place right now? Well, what, what, what helped me with my addiction and the way I was thinking, you know, um, was prayer and reading the word, mm. reading God's word. But not only that, there was disciples, there was men of God that were there as well before me. And I'm just grateful that they were there before me to instill values and principles of how to get a hold of God. And how to uh, be committed to to um, the work of God. Um, pretty much, that's what I do. That's what I've been doing. Uh, um, I just I wake up every morning before I go to work, before I go anywhere. I pray to the Lord. I worship God. I read my Word, and then I'm ready to take on the world. So God. And I've been doing that for 21 years, you know. And and not only that, that that because it sounds like a fairy tale. Like you know, the Bible is is, is power. There's power in it. And and when if you read it with 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 your uh, with a pure heart and you apply it to your life, God's going to begin to speak to you and go before you, you know. Yeah, that's right. And and He's able to have help the when you're reading the Word of God, it begins to renew your mind. It begins to change the way of your thinking. So it helps you not think of the addictions or think where you came from or what. So because it's renewing your mind and God is putting these new ideas and these plans in your life. And then as well as, as you continue to go to church, you have to, uh, you have to be committed to going to church. I believe I'm a strong believer that, you know, if you don't go to church and you're not around other believers, then um, eventually you'll fall away. Yeah. Eventually you'll stray away. So you got to stay connected with other believers and like-minded people right. that, uh, um, that, that really love God, that, that, that want to see God move in other people's lives that, that are really down with the work of God, you know, and that's what really keeps me sane. And when I'm a firm believer as well, as like, say, <clears throat> if you're going through something, say, say you're going through something in your marriage, you know, and somebody comes your way and they're going through something in their marriage, let alone 
you don't have it all together, but you know that God can fix it. You know, you may be going through something and, and regardless what you're going through, you still reach out to help that person knowing the answer, but it's not, it may, it may be a season in your life that maybe like maybe God hasn't answered your prayer yet, but maybe it's because God is going to answer your prayer through your faithfulness of doing his work and helping that person, you know, and usually every time that happens to me, God begins to, and, and something comes my way and I'm going through the same thing. I'm like, man, how can I help you? When I'm going through that, you know, I, it, it something happens inside me to us where it's like, you know, I'm like, you know what? God can fix this. If you do this, if you do this, you know, I know I have the solution. And I and and when that usually happens, the Lord, all of a sudden, the Lord just starts work, working in miraculous ways in my life. And it becomes a victory as well as, uh, um, you know, as for the other person, if they apply it as well. You know? Yeah, I love that because it's really walking in faith. You're like being in this place of openness to what God is doing and in conversation with someone else, you're kind of just like being really open that you don't have the answers, but God does. And I just feel like that childlike faith, that place of vulnerability is where like that, the humility, it's humility, you know, and I feel like that's where God can really move. And I love how you said that because it's so true and I think relevant to us as um, human beings. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So for you, as you've kind of, you've been walking with the Lord for about 21 years. Uh, and I love how you shared about like the basics, reading the Bible and prayer, um, are things and like being in community are things that really support and help you to stay, uh, uh, grounded and in um, a good place. Uh, if someone, let's say someone has been um, a believer for a while, but they kind of um, keep kind of stumbling in the same type of um, like sin, what would mm -hmm. you say to encourage them or like what type of advice would you give them? Well, mainly my advice is to uh, really dig deep and see, you know, Maybe do some, maybe fasting, get close to your, your pastors, yeah. share their, share, share your, um, share what you're going through. You got to be open with this so others can pray for you and help you. Cause a lot of times in our life, we, 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 we shudder in our own problems. We don't want the world to know. We don't want nobody to know. Um, and a lot of times we shut it into ourselves to where it's, um, becomes just a, a, a repetitive problem in our lifestyle. And you can kind of get used to that lifestyle. And think that that's how it's going to be, or what's or, or it's okay, or I fall short from the glory of God, or God knows my heart is okay, but really it's not okay. Really, <clears throat> we just have to press in a little bit more harder, just a little harder to where you know it, each and every one of us know how far we can go, how far we want to go with God. We know how far we can go, where the lines at. Like okay, there's sometimes we do prayer meetings. And uh, I remember back when I was younger, we used to do these all night prayer meetings and they would go to the very to the next day. Yeah. And, and and only the radical crazy guys would, would stick it out. You know, the majority of us would be uh, falling asleep, you know, tired or what. So I tried my hardest, you know, <laughs> and uh, I, I tried my hardest to stay awake and, and keep it, keep, keep up. And because uh, I wanted I wanted I wanted what the brothers had. Yeah. I seen that that they came from worse lifestyles in my and I seen that if they, if God can do it for them, He could do it for me. Yeah. 
and 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 you got to think about that too as well you know whenever you're going through something you know a lot of your brothers and sisters have already went through that kind of stuff or or they're going through it at the same time the bible even talks about it to count it all joy and knowing that your brothers and sisters are going through the trials at the same time you are you know yeah and uh, everybody has their battles and uh you know what uh but you know what with the full armor of god with the holy spirit with with uh you know just grabbing onto god getting a hold of him and trusting in him it would be um it's like how how could i say you know, you everybody's going to have problems. Everybody's going to have struggles, but it's better and much more. Uh, how could I say, rewarding having Jesus go before you through your problems. You know, taking Jesus with you, whatever problems it is. As smart as we are, as as smart, you know, those of us that have went and got degrees and 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 what so and 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 pursued education. That even that's even the plus, you know, because you're thinking right. And plus what you got God on your side, oh, you can't go wrong, you know? So, so it's, 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 it's awesome. Yes. Yeah. No, it's so true. Like walking with Jesus, I feel like is such, like it's the gift of life. And I think that's something that I come to realize more and more, like walking with Jesus isn't fire insurance. Like, yeah, that for the future, but it's like, it's life. It's resurrection life. It's like new life right now. Oh. And I, like and I love that <laughs> like yeah yeah so so good and I love hearing you share about that so uh for right now in culture in our world there's a lot going on um there's a lot of fear I think with um COVID and just yeah there's a lot going on um what would you encourage people with um yeah to just give them uh hope like what's something that you would say to someone who's dealing with fear who's dealing with anxiety who's dealing with um i don't know what's going to happen with my job um that's like really distraught and hurting for afghanistan or haiti um for uh the united states like um what kind of um what word would you give to them well first of all in this time I'm believing that that God is trying to get our attention. You know, he's trying to get our attention. If he hasn't already, um, I believe we have to uh, um, get a hold of him as, 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 as on a daily basis in life. Tomorrow's not promised, you know, then it's moving fast. But a lot of loved ones we've lost, family members, friends, people we know, famous people have passed. You know, we're seeing this affecting anybody and everybody. And then with the chaos going on through the world, you know, um, it's just the end of times. You know, it's the time now to realize and, and to dig deep into your word, to to understand, to hear from God, you know, because we're going to need him. We need him in this time. We need him more than anything. It's destroyed and, and divided America, you know, with the vaccines, with the virus, with, with the uh, political parties. I mean, this is the worst I've ever seen it in my entire life. Yeah. And um you know what uh it's just sad it's sad to be the the, the biggest and strongest nation deteriorating from within yeah. you know um we're, we're we're weakening ourselves because we can't get together and join us one yeah. and it's very sad you know it, it saddens me because um i have a, a a military background with all my family and my brothers and sisters my grandpas everybody has uh served in all the wars mm. and uh um and a very patriotic family i have and and uh, um, 
Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, you know. A lot of people don't know it's because of the army. You know, my life is the way it is, you know. Mm. And my brothers and sisters, they they live, they travel the whole world. I have a sister that's a doctor now because of the army. I have a brother that is still in it. He's a E9. He's a sergeant major. Um, it's like the highest you can get, you know. And and um, I mean, they've been, they've lived a very, very well life. And my grandpa and all 13 of his brothers all went to the army, fought all the wars, so Korean War, World War One, Two. Um, I mean, from way back. You know, and um, I, that's not including my nephews now that are all in it. <laughs> so it's kind of like we're 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 really really big when it comes to the military in the U.S. You know, um, it ain't no joke, and we're really really saddened about it. But at the same time, ready to uh, do whatever it takes to sustain our country to keep us where we need to be. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so good. Um, and I I remember the day that. Uh, we met and we had a really long conversation. I remember you sharing that. Um, and I just, I feel like your your testimony in your life, like that's one of the reasons why I want people to hear from you because I feel like um, you just have so much to share. And I feel like God has done so much in your life and in your family. And so, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to get to hear this and hear from you. So if people uh, are listening to this and they want to be connected to you, what are different ways that they can either come to different outreach events you have or um, purchase music or, um, yeah, what are ways they can get connected to you? Well, one way you can connect with me is, of course, Facebook. <laughs> you can go to Joshua Huerta and um, you could um, add me or whistle. I think I need to make a new one because I got like 5,000 friends. <laughs> I'm like, oh, where did they come from? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Facebook was telling me the other day, I guess my daughter-in-law, my daughter-in-law, um, she tried to uh, friend request me. <sighs> she sent it to my son and my son's like, dad, you got 5,000 friends? I don't even have 5,000 friends. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I guess so. <laughs> so he goes, you got to delete them or do something because we're trying to get home. We're trying to connect with you. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to build the United Souls Entertainment. I think I, my daughter had built it already for me, so I just need to pull it up. Cool. Uh, but I also got Instagram, um, Joshua, uh, one night Instagram, and then uh, um, and then United Souls Entertainment Instagram as well. Uh, but usually that's the w easiest way for me to connect with people. You can friend request, we could talk, message me or whatsoever. Um, and then, of course, I'm at Victory Outreach Salma, 3700. Um, McCall Street, McCall Avenue, right there in uh, uh, Selma, California. Victory Outreach, we're right there. So and good. you're welcome to come to service 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. on Sundays. It's when we have service. You're welcome to come. We got a powerful, powerful pastor and a great worship team and good people in the house. So good. I love that. Uh, Joshua, before we end, uh, would you uh, pray over? Um, our listeners, like whoever ends up listening, just, um, yeah, would you pray for them? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Let's say, let's say a prayer right now. Yeah. All right, let's bow our heads. Father, we thank you here tonight, God. And Lord, I thank you for this opportunity here with Grace here today, God. And this opportunity, Lord, to share my testimony, God, and to uh, let the people know, Lord, that you are the answer, God. And Father, I thank you for all that you do, God, in our life. I thank you right now, Lord God, for this moment, God. And 
let let this podcast reach people, God, that need to hear your word, your word of encouragement, God, that need to, to have, Lord God, an inspiration, Lord God, to continue, Lord, begin to provide hope, Father God. And Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for Sister Grace here today, God. I thank you for everything that we're doing here today, God. And Lord, as we continue to be friends here, God, I pray that you will pour a blessing upon her life. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, amen. Amen. Thank you. And you guys. You're welcome. Make sure to uh, look at the links in the show notes. There'll be links to all of his, the ways you can connect to him. So uh, be sure to click on those. Thank you. This was so good. So fun. Thank you for joining Overcomers Unite. I appreciate you. I thank you. It was such a pleasure to have Joshua share on this podcast. If you'd like to connect with Josh, go ahead and click on the links that are in the show notes. Also, as this episode was recorded a while back, I want to update you all on the upcoming events that Joshua is serving at. On March 5th, 2022, Globe Arizona Walk for Hope event. On March 12th, he will be at the Gospel Fest in El Paso, Texas. March 26th, Loving Our Community Outreach, Parlier, California. April 2nd, we'll be in Visalia, California, Anti-Bullying, California. If you have any questions about these events, we'll have links in the show notes so you can get connected. Finally, I'm going to ask you to open your hands to receive a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance toward you and give you peace. Until next time. Bye.